I just want to say welcome again and welcome to our online audience. I didn't acknowledge you yet. Welcome. Whoever is on, special welcome to you. And I really appreciate the fact that you make the effort, you know, even if it's on the online space because we have all different circumstances in the background. But for you to be here with us is just wonderful. But let me just pray and then I want to preach the word. Dear Lord, I thank you for your wonderful presence this morning. Lord, we love your presence. We really do. We love, Lord, what you have done, Lord God, so far in the worship with our dedication, Lord. What a beautiful, powerful, holy moment that was. And I just pray, Lord God, right now that you would help me to deliver the word that you've given me with, uh, Lord, with, with um, precision, with your spirit, Lord God, speaking into people's hearts and people's minds. And I thank you that, you know, we want your will above everything else. In Jesus' name, amen. So, you know, I haven't actually preached since it's been 2023. So I still feel like we're in the first part of the year. And it's appropriate to kind of, you know, hit January with a bit of like, you know, oomph, this is, this is the first part of the year. And let's get our minds focused on God. And so I want to bring a word, hopefully, of encouragement. I've entitled the word, The God of Yesterday, Today, and Forever. The God of Yesterday, Today, and Forever. Hebrews 13.8 says this, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is such a comforting scripture in light of all the uncertainty and confusion that the world offers. There's so much uncertainty and yet Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. There is one, Jesus Christ, who remains the same and is and will always be a secure foundation that we can build our life upon. Can anybody say amen to that? Church, I want to preach a sermon with the hope of building your faith for 2023. Hopefully we can build our faith. I don't know what 2022 looked like for you. I don't know. I know we've all had our experiences, had our struggles, had our difficulties. But I want to build your faith with the Lord's help this morning. I believe as Christians, we can look forward to the future. I truly believe that. Instead of being filled with worry and fear and anxiety, and that's what Lukeman was saying, you know, we don't have to live in that place of fear, worry and anxiety for the future and for what may happen. No, no, no. I want us to start 2023 with a hope-filled perspective, hope-filled future in Jesus' name. But some might ask me, how is that even possible Right When we hear of wars and rumors of wars, when we hear and see nations rising against nation and kingdom against kingdom, or we see famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places, what could that mean for us is always the question that might come or might come to mind. Maybe not. Is there a threat looming in the background? Is this going to mean something negative for us? How can I look forward to the future? Am I to bury my head in the sand? Has anyone ever done that, by the way? Buried their hand in sand? 
Joe and I have had a sand fight, literally. But I've never buried my head in the sand. But am I to bury my head in the sand and pretend that nothing is happening? No, I don't believe that at all. I truly believe God's word. I truly believe that God's word gives us a blueprint of how we should approach and respond to life's challenges. It really does. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you. Regardless of the situation, regardless of what we hear, what we're seeing, and we're probably seeing a lot of negative and a lot of disappointing and sad, and, and it's not easy to see that sometimes. But regardless of all that, or, or what we experience, God's Word, God's Word gives me confidence for the future. God's Word. God's Word gives me clarity. It gives me direction, protection, security, peace, comfort, foresight, joy, strength, and I could go on and on. God's Word is powerful. So in order to build your faith for 2023, I want to start by focusing on the God of yesterday. So we started with Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I want to start with, and by the way, of course, Jesus and God are one, right? So I'm not miss saying the, the scripture, but I want to focus on the God of yesterday. And of course, let's look to God's word to receive the blueprint, right, of how we should approach or respond to life's challenges. I believe we can build our faith for 2023 by reminding ourselves of God's past faithfulness. His past faithfulness in our lives. When presented with challenges, because I hate to say it, but we will be presented with challenges. We all know that. We can't run or hide. That is how life works. It's easy though, when presented with challenges, to forget the faithful God of yesterday. We just go on about our business and we forget what He has done. Let me share a story that illustrates a people who forgot God's faithfulness. They forgot the faithful God of yesterday. This is a people, this is an example from Scripture. The story is of the Israelites exiting Egypt. And of course, God had delivered the Israelites out of Egypt, out of slavery, out of the hand and rule of Pharaoh. He had taken them out. Moses and Aaron, being instructed by God, performed signs and wonders to demonstrate God's power. We remember the, the plagues and we remember the different demonstrations of God's power time and time again, demonstrating who the one God is. The Israelites, they witnessed, they witnessed God's power as Egypt suffered due to Pharaoh's disobedience and stubbornness. Of course, if you don't know the story, while Egypt went under, the place and space where God's people dwelt was untouched because God was protecting his people. And what's amazing about that story, right, is the Israelites, they witnessed all this. They saw God's miraculous power time and time and time and time again. 
Finally, we know that Pharaoh released God's people. Now, one might think, one might think that the Israelites would have a full trust and confidence in God, having witnessed God's power in Egypt. Right? They saw God move miraculously. And now, for, for, forever on and a day, I will trust God because I have seen what He has done. But that's not how it works because as humans, right? And I don't know if you can relate to this. We can easily forget the faithful God of yesterday. And this story went on. So they were released from Egypt by Pharaoh, allowing them to go and to worship their God to the, on their way to the promised land. And in Exodus 16, 2, it says this. This is the same people who witnessed God's miraculous and the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out, of the, out, to the, out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Wow! <laughs> the same people who had witnessed God do the absolute impossible, they're not just forgetting what God has done, but now they're also complaining. Not just forgetting, complaining. But let me say it again. How easy, how easy it is for us, our human nature, sometimes to forget what God has done and then begin to question God. Where are you? I'm in this situation. I can't feel your presence. I don't know where you are. Where are you? Forgetting what God has done. Let me share another story that illustrates a people who forgot God's faithfulness. They forgot the faithful God of yesterday. The disciples. The disciples. Now the disciples, even more so, walked with Jesus. They saw him do miraculous things including he cleansed the leper, healed a paralytic, raised the dead. He was doing the impossible. And the disciples had the opportunity to walk with Jesus and to see him do things that were absolutely impossible. But after witnessing Jesus do the impossible, they are faced with a storm. Okay? And let's see how they respond. Let's see how they respond. In Luke 8.22, it says this. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased and there was a calm. But he said to them, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Now, by the way, I'm not saying I would have responded any differently. <laughs> have I ever been in a boat where the waves were tossing and turning and crashing over me? I think for me, being on a boat is big enough when I start to feel squirmish 
and I reach for the, uh, what is it called, the um, little tablet <laughs> to, to calm myself down. So I don't know how I would have responded, but it's a great example, right, of how we can forget having walked with Jesus, seeing him do things that were absolutely impossible, then being in a scenario ourselves, a storm, and just forgetting what he can do and reverting back to our, God, where are you? Respond. I'm fearful. I'm afraid. How can I overcome this? When faced with a storm, how easy it is for us to forget what God has done. See, the disciples, they were caught off guard, experiencing something that was unexpected. Isn't that how life works sometimes? We live day to day and then we get hit with the unexpected. Just because you're caught off guard, it doesn't mean that God is unexpected. It's not unexpected for God. Let me say that again. Just because you're caught off guard, hit with the unexpected, it's no surprise to God. And we can trust Him. We truly can. We can trust Him. He's the God of yesterday. He's the God of today. And He's the God of forever. Praise God that there is a behind, there is a present, and there's a future. And we can trust Him. Just because we don't understand and you know what, how we can overcome this situation. I will share a story actually. There was a family member um, some time ago that called me up and delivered news to me that was totally unexpected. And I'll, I'll never forget it. I was at the shops at the time and they just shared with me that, you know, they, they found a lump on their body and stuff like that and, you know, explained what's going on. And, and you know, it's, it's one thing to hear it for people that you know, another thing when your family experiences, you know, adversity of that kind. And to be honest with you, for me, that was totally unexpected. Similar to the disciples being in a scenario where, you know, they saw God's miraculous, but now they're in a position, they're in a storm, something that was unexpected, something that came, and it's like, you know, I've experienced God's faithfulness all throughout my life, but this was different. Something I hadn't faced before. The story does go on and praise God. And I don't say this, you know, without sensitivity because I know that there's different outcomes at times. But in this case, praise God, the family member got through and they are okay. And they have recovered from the cancer. Praise God for that. But at the time, my point was, it was unexpected. And it was something I hadn't faced before. Perhaps, church, you've experienced God's faithfulness in other areas like maybe His provision. Maybe you speak of His provision often. God is so good. You know, He's provided for me. I've never gone without. My family is always fed. I have a roof on top of my head. God is good. And maybe you've experienced that provision. But let me encourage you. That God's faithfulness is not restricted to one kind of situation. It's not just His faithfulness with provision. It's other. Well, actually, let's just go on. Regardless of the situation, God is faithful. He is faithful. The situation is up and down, round and round, unexpected. 
But it doesn't change who God is. And that is, He is faithful. Stir up your faith by remembering the faithfulness of God, the God of yesterday. Stir that up inside your spirit. Stir that up inside your heart. The scripture clearly describes God as faithful. Don't take it from me. Take it from His word. Deuteronomy 7, 9 says this, Therefore, know that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love Him and keep His commands. Praise God. I'll hold on to that. Keeps His covenant for a thousand generations. That's hope-filled right there. And 2 Thessalonians 3 says this, But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Praise the Lord that we don't do our faith alone. He will guard us from the evil one. Hallelujah to that. The point is, God is faithful. Whatever situation you are in, whatever 2023 brings, and I'm not saying it's going to bring bad or unexpected. I'm just trying to stir up your faith, with rem- helping you remember, helping myself remember that God's track record has always been the same. And that is a faithful God. The God of yesterday. And let me remind you of the scripture I shared with you earlier on. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he was faithful yesterday, he is the same today. And he will be the same faithful God forever. Praise the Lord. The same faithful God of yesterday is the same today. Still faithful in every situation. God is faithful yesterday, today and forever. Let me wrap things up and close. I don't want to go too long. I, want, I, I hope to build your faith. Well, I hope the Holy Spirit can build your faith. I can't build your faith. I hope His Word can build your faith as you hear Scripture, as you learn from stories of people that were real, that lived on this earth just like us, that experienced storms and trials and how they responded. Hopefully we can learn from that and apply some of the principles into our lives. But let me wrap things up by sharing the application of today's word for you and for me. The Israelites forgot God's faithfulness when he delivered them out of Egypt. And later on, we see them complaining instead of trusting God. Went from complaining, from, you know, forgetting Not remembering, now they're complaining. The disciples were confronted with the unexpected. They lacked faith, began to panic and forget God's faithfulness in everything they had witnessed Jesus do. That's what we see. So what can we learn from these two stories? What's our take home message? What's our, what's the punchline here? Believe, I I believe that we can build your faith by reminding yourself of God's past faithfulness in your life. He was faithful before, the God of yesterday, and He'll be faithful today and this year, 2023. I truly believe that. Deuteronomy 4.9 says this. And in my Bible, there's a little title. It says, Moses commands obedience. This is Moses who led the Israelites out of Egypt. Listen to this scripture because it's powerful. Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest... You forget the things your eyes have seen 
and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them to your children and your grandchildren. And what did they see? They saw God's miraculous. They, got, they saw God do the absolute impossible. Take them out of bondage and slavery. And of course, we know that the people that originally came out of Egypt were a stiff-necked bunch, as the Bible says. And it was their children who ended up in the promised land and not the people that originally left Egypt. And that was not due to God's lack of promise. That was due to the people and their um, disobedience to God time and time again. But the point being, this is the people that saw God do things that were impossible. Don't forget what you saw. Teach it to your children and your children's children. Listen, we need a, we need a church that will be passionate about understanding that the next generation needs to hear from us the goodness about the goodness of God, about His faithfulness. We need to do it. It's our responsibility. It's on our watch that we need to infuse hope and life and God's faithful track record into their spirits, into their hearts, so they won't rely upon anybody else or anything else but God. But God. Don't just not forget, speak about God's faithfulness all the time. All the time. Parents, what do your children hear? What do your children hear? I know for me, if I'm honest, sometimes they've heard Joe and myself arguing about how best to spend our finance. I'm just going to be honest because I'm not going to put up a front. What are they hearing? What are they hearing? We don't always get it right. But I'm reminded today that what my kids hear is very important. What have you seen God do? That's what your kids need to hear. God needs to be glorified and worshipped in your home. What do your children hear? Is he Jehovah Jireh, our provider? Is that who he is? Children, he has provided before. He'll provide now. He'll provide tomorrow. Because he is the same yesterday. He is the same today. He is the same forever. He was faithful yesterday. He is faithful today. He is faithful tomorrow. What are our children hearing? Are they hearing worry? Or are they hearing worship? Worship. I'm convicted. I'm telling you. Because I know, look, parents, I know, I'll be, I'll be real. Sometimes at the dinner table, the conversation is a little immature and the conversation is not stimulating. And Joe and I are staring at each other, wishing that this moment would end and that the kids could go to bed. I'm going to be honest, right? That's just sometimes the, the, the way parents think, right? But allow my children to come near me with me in whatever I'm doing, whether it's I'm playing sport on the field. And I'm teaching my son that, hey, it's important to win, but make your motivation do everything as though you were doing it unto the Lord. That's the most important. Teaching them all the time about God and His faithfulness. He has provided for us. You know, there was a story when mommy and daddy were in this situation and God came through. Continuously brainwashing our children. Amen to that. We need to wash the brains of our children teaching them what is true and what is right and what is holy. 
in Jesus' name. Do they hear worry or do they hear worship? Do they hear confusion or confidence in our faithful God? We need to speak about the faithful God of yesterday. We need to do that. Make a habit of it. Can I invite the worship team to come back to the front? And as I said, I didn't want to take too long and I hope I haven't. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. How comforting that is to know that in the uncertainty, in what you see and hear, sometimes feeling all over the place, we can cling on to our firm foundation, one who is the same yesterday, today and forever, a secure foundation. You can have confidence in Jesus Christ. You can build your life upon Him.